0: Welcome to Bunta Vista episode 274. I'm Theo, and I'm stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in the washing machine. I'm, I'm stuck. I called out to my stepbrother saying, oh, oh no, stepbro, my AirPods, they're stuck in the washing machine, but there's nobody there. And I, I don't mean that just my stepbrother isn't there, I mean, that's. That's weird all on its own, but, uh, you know, well, he's actually usually everywhere I go. And, I mean, we're pretty close. Uh, my parents are doing Renaults at the moment, so we lost a bedroom. We have to k- sleep in this King Sigal bed together. And, well, anyway, anyway, no, it's, it's, not that, it's not just that he's not there. It, uh, the whole world's hum seems to have disappeared. I just realised I can't hear any cars outside. Usually around this time you get the school traffic, too, and people honk at each other as they... Rush to work, from work, always behind the eight ball, always trying to catch up, but right now, it's it's still more calm than eerie, I'd say. Oh, Stepbro, where have you fled to? Oh, I just found my AirPods, and as I put them in, I hear that my phone has been running on shuffle, and I hear the song Months by the Middle East for the first time in years, and... Soon I'm crying, not out of sadness or fear, no, a release of whatever dammed up inside me in the hypolimnion of those waters, alone here with my head stuck in the washing machine, my tantalising ass peacocked to the otherwise empty room in an empty house, in an empty street, alone but okay. In another empty room, Andrew finds himself on a couch, black leather contrasted against the white walls. He's here for a casting call for co-eds. He's checked the time, he's checked the time zone. He's gone on his phone and put the time into a time zone calculator for his current time zone, and it's spat out the same time he typed in. He's not really sure what that proves. What he is sure of is that nobody's arriving to ask him if he's wearing any panties under that.
1: Hello? Hello? Anybody there? Anybody there?
0: In fact, there was nobody there to meet him when he arrived, and now that he thinks about it... There wasn't any other cars on the road, either. What does it all mean? He asks himself as he idly picks at some crust on the couch. Has the world died, or has he died? Is this the great casting couch in the sky? Will he get the part? Finally, driving an empty bang bus through empty streets, nobody to pick up and nobody to bang them, it's Lucy! The radio, having played through to the end of Elvis Costello's Pump It Up, has now gone silent, its playlist depleted. With nobody to replenish it. And with nothing to hear, nothing to do, and nobody to share it with, she is now free to take in the city with new eyes cast across angles and shadows and features that have been there the whole time, both created and hidden by our modernity, now as naked and free as the usual inhabitants of her bus. Yet she still wonders Where is everyone?
2: Where is everyone? Where is everyone?
0: They're all at home listening to the Down Round podcast. Yes, it's the new podcast that's taken Australia by storm. Its hosts thrust their big, strong hands into the muck pit that is technology, business, and a combination of business and technology that I call biz tech. They pull out their take on it, and they repeat this thrusting and pulling motion for about 20 or 30 minutes per episode. Described by an Airbnb host as, quote, not creepy or weird, it's James Hennessy, JR, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Uh, it's great to be here i probably wouldn't have been here if i hadn't known I mean, that's how i would be introduced <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine that's all good
1: <laughs> how do you think i feel yeah. i'm trying to get this crust out from under my fingernails
4: now yeah of course yeah mm, of a course
0: sniff and um what a time as well i would say to launch a tech culture podcast during what i think is by far the funniest era of being online in my entire life so <laughs> far and probably forever
3: yeah, no, I, I absolutely. I was um, we were kind of worrying when we were talking about putting it together. I was like, is there going to be enough material that's not just like getting stuck talking about I don't know Microsoft Office on off weeks <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> um, and it turns out, yeah, it it is the uh, an incredibly lively time to be talking about this stuff. Uh-huh. And it's very funny. So,
0: so what, so did, take can you take us briefly through uh, what what the podcast is. Who's on it? What do you talk about?
3: Sure. Um, so down around is it's a as you said tech business culture podcast. Um, I host it with Raf Dixon, uh, who uh, some may know, some may not know as the a former member or current member. They're actually coming back of the Meeting Tree, uh, an Australian dance music troupe, um, and he's now a startup guy. Uh, so he he uh, he sells dog food, uh, cat food online. <laughs> um which makes them well placed to talk about technology equally as qualified as myself i would say mm-hmm. um and yes we do relatively um fast episodes they're like 20 to 30 minutes about whatever the big uh tech subject of the week is we do two two a week um and we well i mean we, we launched it basically because we were we thought most tech podcasts kind of sucked mm-hmm. um most taken on um, business podcast kind of suck too. I mean, look, there's some great ones if you, um, if you if you're boring, and you're lame, <laughs> and you suck. You personally suck. Uh, there's a lot of those, but there's none that's like you know, kind of try be try to be relatively funny, relatively smart. I'm kind of I'm I'm pumping my own uh, yeah. tyres here. Um, someone needs to step in
0: and tell me so it's on, a good so
2: podcast
3: I, I, like the that, I can't be saying this
0: <laughs> I do really like the fact that it's 20 or 30 minutes Because um, I can actually listen to an episode of that Versus yeah, our great. podcast where we did a Too
2: long, in my opinion 2 hour 40
0: episode, or was it 3 hours and something um, that, was, that was too long And, you know, a good proportion of that was just us reading out names from a list mm. That we found funny
3: well, I guess... that's the podcast
0: you're listening to right now, so you sh- <laughs> should be listening to the other one.
3: Yeah, please. Turn it off. We've, <laughs> we've, we have we have like 35 episodes already. You need to be listening to that right now. Um, yes. In fact, many of our listeners want us to go longer. They say you've got to make these an hour long. People are so, um, you know.
2: Needy. My goodness. Yeah. Well,
3: they're so needy, but they're so, you know, they, they've got Stockholm Syndrome from podcasts like this one. Mm. They feel like they need to be that long, you know. Yeah.
1: I, I completely agree, though, that I think, like, 20, 20 to 30 minutes just to kind of give you the gist of a thing, you know, as opposed to sort of saying we are we are slaves to the one-hour format and we have to fill the time.
2: But what if um, you want to have a deep dive into Nando's?
0: Yeah. Hmm. That's what, very what true. If, yeah, what if you want to spend 25 minutes getting to the first sentence of a story?
3: <laughs> you, you can't. If you, talk, if you take 20 minutes to talk about Nando's, you're really only going surface level mm. and you're doing you're doing your listeners a disservice
1: yeah you're doing nando's a disservice
4: yeah well
3: that's it well exactly exactly you know they work so hard and to be disrespected like that is you know beyond the pale. uh and, and look 20 30 minutes is also good because um it sort of maintains the illusion that we're intelligent people
4: because
3: mm-hmm. if it went if it went for even 10 minutes longer than that the sort of the gaping void
1: in our minds would be revealed for all to hear. You just really start to see the seams.
0: Yeah, people are asking, exactly. "Hang on a minute," and you're done. This guy has no idea what he's on. Wait a minute,
1: that's
3: the
4: song. <laughs> 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 well,
0: like Theo said, it's a
1: uh, it's a perfect time to watch all of the worst kinds of businesses implode simultaneously. Yeah, uh, got Deliveroo. Deliveroo's died in Australia. Well, no, R. Deliveroo's R. Deliveroo. Deliveroo's
2: dead.
3: It's out. Yeah, they've, 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 uh, they've shut down. They shut down instantly. They didn't even get give people time to get in there and, I don't know, screenshot their history of orders. I don't know no. why I said that. There's no reason no. why you would ever want to do that.
1: No one in on the Slack channels or anything. I, I kind of appreciated the fact that we all just got the email at the same time. Yeah. We're out. We're done. Yeah. I got an email from Deliveroo.
2: You're a Deliveroo user. I don't think I've ever used Deliveroo.
1: Well that's well there you go, there's the reason why. That's yeah. right. You signed their death warrant. Yeah.
2: That's me personally.
1: What are you using, Lucy?
2: We just use Uber Eats because in Hobart oh, there's you dude. know there's not a lot of options. There's not a lot of options.
1: Use Uber Eats for the two restaurants in Hobart. That's right. You're like the only city that I can hang shit on.
2: <laughs> that's true. You're in a glass house. You're in a big that's old true. glass house.
1: That's true. <laughs> what does Canberra Uber Eats look like? Uh, very, very similar. Can't get a, can't get a decent pizza to save my life where I'm living. Oh, really? Don't yep. get him
2: started yep. on the pizza situation.
1: You don't want to hear about that again. Another forty-five minutes. That's no. going to be. <laughs> we are pros at running down the shot clock on this show. Uh, we get to watch um, uh, Twitter. Twitter is dying. Crypto is crashing. Crypto is crashing. Twitter's dying. Yeah, the whole
3: tech market's down. Facebook's stacking everyone. Amazon's mm. stacking everyone. Um. You know, no one's plugging into the metaverse.
0: I feel like dying is too nice a word for what is happening to Twitter, which Mm. is more like kind of putting a towel over a bird and then hitting it in the head with a hammer. (laughs) Slowly,
2: (laughs) like every time you hit it, it's not dead, and you're like,
4: fuck, shit. But that
0: one really, you could tell that one, fuck, that one did some damage. And then Mm. here comes the, and you brace him for the next hit. It's, uh... Yeah, you're, hit,
1: you're hitting a bird, but it's like a decently sized bird, like a goose, and you're starting from the feet. You know,
3: I feel like that. You could be killing a goose that way, putting a towel over it and hit it with a cricket bat or something.
1: No, you need some other form of restraint. I think. No. You think? Oh, uh, a goose isn't you think letting. It's agile.
3: It, it's 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 not agile. It's just I think it's got a bit of like
1: powerful strength, like, like
2: it, power. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
1: They're also just very mean birds. I think. Um, oh, hugely. A lot of people out there have a have a distinct memory of being terrified by a goose at some point in their life. I think.
3: Yeah, there but- was it was a park near where I grew up where there was, it was like a pack of hostile geese. Oh, there was sort of I guess it was one community that like lived for like the first ten years of my life basically. Yeah. And they were really really aggressive. And then one day we went to the park and there was a sign up saying the geese have been relocated.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we got um, a series I, of towels and hammers funded by the well, council,
3: and it was only years later that I was
2: like, I don't think they really killed those kids. I think they killed those kids. Yeah, they probably did.
1: I saw a, I saw somebody on Twitter today posting about how they had um, they had like cornered a fox that was in their that there was a fox in their hen house, and I was like, a bit stereotypical, you know, yeah. and uh, and this was in this was in Melbourne. And uh, they they got the ranger to come, and the ranger got the fox and went, "Yep, oh, I just got to release him over here." The person yeah. was like, "Huh?" They went, <laughs> yeah, you know, I usually just let him go in a park. A fox? Yeah, well, that's fair enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Well, you know, plenty of hens in the sea. Uh, that's just
0: good business, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah. of...
2: He's getting return business a week later. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he grabs the fox and takes it out to the truck. Good job, buddy. Let's go. It's free money.
2: (laughs) Next suburb. Let's go.
1: (laughs) Twitter crashing, crypto crashing. It's time for some more crashing news in an installment of Balloonly Speaking. I think that's, uh, that's the vibe that you hear as you fall to your death from a hot air balloon
2: like really slowly yeah yes
1: uh that 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 one is from matt who also did the uh whole report theme yeah thank you matt
2: thanks matt
0: he seems to be the master of inscrutable themes that get sent to us sight unseen Mm, kind of wistful bless him
3: oh that was a nice one mysterious (laughs)
1: there's a lot of mysteries on this show Uh, From the Associated Press, nine injured as hot air balloon crashes twice in Alps.
2: That's unfortunate. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A hot air balloon crashed twice Saturday on the eastern edge of the Alps in Austria, injuring nine people as a hard landing apparently bounced the pilot and the co-pilot out of the basket (laughs) <laughs> and sent several passengers back into the sky on their own, authorities <laughs> said. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like a sequence of things that you, you don't want to happen yeah. while you're in the hot air balloon. That's
0: a, that's a nightmare scenario.
1: First, you got the crashing, two thumbs down. Uh, then you sort of look up, pilot and the co-pilot are out of the basket.
2: You're like, does anyone know how to fly yeah. a hot air balloon? <laughs>
0: does, anyone, does anyone know how to pull this rope?
3: Yeah, yeah. I
1: was gonna say, I feel of all the air
3: vessels, this is the one where an amateur could really rise to the rise to the plane. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah,
3: you think so? You have, you have those. Remember, there was that story a few months ago about the the guy that took over the the plane when the guy passed out. It was like a single. It was almost like a single prop plane. It was, it was like a small aircraft and the guy got talked through it by people over the radio and he was a hero or whatever mm. Ima- imagine if you had you took the reins of a hot air balloon and brought it back to safety as a passenger
2: can't be you'd that get,
3: you, you wouldn't get a newspaper story no. no you wouldn't you'd be calling up the local paper and they'd be like yeah
1: buddy come on who are you kidding <laughs> i'd be uh i'd be immediately getting up i'll take care of this yanking on the one cord they have a uh, lot of fire coming out, balloon goes up and going, oh, oh, let me try something else. They've only got the one cord. I'm yanking the cord again.
0: Well, the the good thing about that is if you go up, you're never going to hit the ground. So mm. as long as you're pulling that cord, sure. you're fine. You're good.
3: There's some steering mechanism. Yeah. They've got like little little things, don't they? They've got little handles they pull Do they? Off.
1: Has anyone here been up in a hot air balloon?
3: I, I have been in a hot air balloon. I
1: have, oh. yeah. How do yeah. they come back down? That's what I want to know. They just wait. Yeah.
3: No, you lower. You you're low, you're low at eight.
2: You have less fire.
3: Yes, yeah, less fire. Fire levels down. <laughs>
2: there you go. Figuring it out.
3: <laughs> Amazing. See, there's
1: no. <laughs> not impressive.
2: Not, not impressive. Not impressive. Enough. Not typical. No.
1: I think at the end of the uh, at the end of the flight, they should just pull out a BB gun.
4: <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> Pop a few
1: strategic holes in there. <laughs> Uh, Sonja Kellner of the Lower Austrian Red Cross told news agency APA that two of the occupants were seriously injured in the crash in the Buckley's Welt region, an area named for its hilly landscape. They were found with two other slightly injured passengers at Untereck. The other five passengers were found with minor injuries near Stang, about five kilometers away. (laughs) Stang. This is better than the guy from the story a couple of weeks ago. Uh, who was picking pine nuts in his little balloon And just flew off never to be seen again
2: Oh yeah Yeah R- R- P- P- things
0: <laughs> things really sucked for that guy I feel like he got the Bad end of the balloon stick
1: mm. Already had to work uh, Harvesting pine nuts Then he had to put all of his money Into a like weather balloon type Arrangement for the harvesting of pine nuts Then it betrays him Yeah then it they got away from him He's off The Courier Daily newspaper reported that the accident occurred as the balloon was about to land on a meadow. It apparently descended too quickly. There you go. Should have kept the the fire levels up Mm. and bounced off the ground, knocking four people out of the basket, including the pilot and co-pilot.
0: I feel like this isn't even the first story that we've done where people have just bounced out like comically out of the balloon when it's hit the ground.
2: Shouldn't you have some kind of belt? Yeah. I'd probably have a belt. Personally. Kind of keeping
0: you attached to the balloon there, yeah. Maybe like a you know the
1: you know like this the sort of elastic cargo nets that they have for trailers, mm. Mm. like a box yeah, trailer, or f-
0: yeah. yeah, or for like the boot of a Skoda. Yep, yeah. one of those over the top.
1: extras. Yeah, uh, they were dragged along for a few meters, and in parentheses here yards.
3: Got it. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yards. Yeah. Uh, before the balloon took off again with its five remaining passengers. Still, the pilot was able to instruct the passengers in the sky by phone on how to make an emergency landing. The balloon eventually came to halt in a forest.
2: There you go. Can't be that hard. Don't call yourself a pilot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's got to be another name.
2: Balloon operator.
3: Yeah. Like a whi- I think you could have a whimsical name.
2: You like should have um, a whimsical name, yeah
3: yeah I, I don't know what, what it would be it's something based on like balloon um like balloon ear or something oh, okay that, so it uh, something the... that has the vibe of the 19th century yeah but definitely not pilot it implies a bit of skill
1: uh the civil name of the hot air balloon pilot is an aeronaut
3: i oh, said so there we go that's, that's yeah. exactly the of thing yeah. i was, I was angling for
1: yeah that's fine i'd be perfectly happy with that you know pretty cool name not so cool to crash one no good A bit of a crime to be that bad at flying a hot air balloon. Folks, it's time for Crime Watch. Comes to us from WCMH, the Workman, in Columbus, Ohio. Why is used cooking grease stolen from restaurants? It's a question
0: as old as time. <laughs> I've,
3: I've never, I've never thought, imagined that to be a problem. So I, I, I can't.
0: No solution got, in mind for this. No
3: solution in mind. <laughs> I, not a question I've ever contemplated,
1: to be honest.
2: Isn't this a Simpsons plotline?
1: Yeah, they steal the... Yeah. It was, actually. They steal the, the grease,
0: uh, from the old grease traps. Yeah, but like most good plot lines, a, there's a little nugget of truth in it.
4: Mm.
1: It's
3: one of the seven basic plots, you know? <laughs> stealing grease from a restaurant. Yeah,
0: grease heist. Uh.
1: In Fight Club, they were stealing fat, not, not grease, right? That is true, yeah. yeah. I guess there's a distinction. Why are criminals stealing used cooking oil from restaurants across central Ohio and elsewhere? Sumit Majumdar, the president of Buffalo Biodiesel, said the crime has cost his company millions of dollars. Quote, it's ballooning. Hey, a little overlap there. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh, callback. It's, it's,
1: it's wiping out a third of our business, Majumdar said. To put that into numbers, $10 million to $15 million a year.
2: That's sounding good to me so yeah. far.
1: That's a big grease box. Well, I mean... That's ten to fifteen million dollars worth of oil to them, but I I wonder if it is worth ten to fifteen million dollars yeah, to the people we're stealing. Yeah, we talking oil. But- yeah,
2: street How price. How much are you stealing?
1: Oh. Mm. This is uh, I'm picturing the the cops with like the, yeah. the jugs of jugs of oil on the table. We have seized uh, oil with a street value of five million dollars.
2: And they're slipping over comically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Buffalo Biodiesel provides thousands of restaurants across 12 states with containers to dispose of used cooking grease. The company then collects the grease and processes it to manufacture biofuels. But as fuel has become pricier over the past year, the grease has become a more valuable commodity.
2: Now I feel bad. This is recycling.
1: The grease must flow. Sometimes company drivers will arrive to collect the grease only to find the container has been emptied already. But Jumdar says he's dealt with grief thefts in mid-Atlantic states such as New York, New Jersey and Pennsylvania for several years, but said he's noticed more Ohio incidents in recent months.
0: So what's oh. the what's the it's cl- spreading? Yeah, what's the what's the scam here do you think? Cuz they're saying okay, so so obviously bio biofuel and stuff becoming more valuable cuz petrol prices are up what with OPEC etc. JR probably knows. Um you can't sell, you can't just sell a jug of grease.
2: I think it's just for personal use. Just, it's just for the love of grease.
0: <laughs> I see. Yeah, who are,
3: you, who are you? Who are you fencing this liquid gold to? You've
0: got a, you've you've got a precursor ingredient here, but you know, it's not a not a controlled substance. I don't think you got to turn it into into that sweet sweet gold we call fuel.
3: I just love the idea of a person in the biofuels game who's like happy to accept stolen merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, like, a, like this sleazy character. Yeah,
0: there has to be. There has to be another another connection to this, right? Because be. otherwise... I don't want to know where it came from. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. I don't, don't want to ask no questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've got
1: an answer for you here. Okay. Uh, in, o- in October, Majumda reported thefts at an Ohio restaurant in Newark and another in Pataskala or possibly Pataskala. Quote, they'll aggregate that oil and sell it through a broker. So that way it's kind of washed and it'll go oh. off to a refinery and they're making a lot of money. They're doing oh. some oil
0: laundering.
2: Oil that's, laundering.
1: That's <laughs> great.
0: Smart.
3: I'm, I'm just imagining the kind of slime ball who would be like a, <laughs> a grease a,
0: this, a grease broker. <laughs> no one's gonna be able to track this. We've run it. Yeah, through, exactly. <laughs> we've run it through three deep fryers. <laughs> It's,
3: uh, so they, they go to him because he's, they, they he's a master at laundering it, which means he just puts it all in one big vat.
1: <laughs> we've been uh, we've been following quite a few of like these these particular kinds of stories, like the explosion in um, in catalytic converter theft over there. Um, there's the the yeah. explosion in Hyundai thefts. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of crimes which seem to to be kind of reflective of the. Of life not going that well in the state. When you are doing fast and the Furious heists on like tankers of used fryer grease,
3: yeah, something, has got to miss. But I kind of it has a charm to it. It's like you know, mm. it's in the same family of crimes as like ripping copper wire out of the walls of the yeah, yeah, At yeah. A abandoned factory or something. You know, like good, honest criminal work. I feel. Yeah, yeah, like victimless, victimless crimes. You know, um, can't knock it. it. Exactly, and it keeps, it keeps it, its liquidity in the market. It's brigand paper. Yeah. It's it's, free, it, it's keeping the, the wheels of American capitalism turning, you know? It would collapse without our, our grace brokers.
1: Mm-hmm. Cooking oil theft is not a new crime. The National Renderers Association, <laughs> the NRA.
0: No. The that's, national- just little, that's just a little joke they made, right? That's not...
1: <laughs>
2: What do they do? What do you do at the meetings?
1: <laughs> Taste this. <laughs> the National Renderers Association has estimated that up to $75 million worth of old cooking grease is stolen each year, the Washington Post that reported cannot in
0: 2019.
2: This true. This sounds made up.
1: The Post reported that rendering companies pay restaurants a fee to haul away their used cooking grease, which they then recycle and sell for components used in products such as biofuel, animal feed, or fats used in... Perfume. Alex Benin, commander of the property crimes unit at the Columbus Division of Police in Ohio, said that while these thefts have been reported, he doesn't believe they're on the rise. Just that they go underreported.
2: He thinks there's more. He thinks there's a deep underbelly of grease theft. Yeah.
1: He's he on the beat, stealing grease this whole time. You're just opening just... your eyes.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Finally, the media is paying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, quote The used cooking oil is taken by the restaurant operator Put in a tank in the back of their building And then collected most times by a third party Once a month, Benin said There could be quite a bit of time That they may not notice their grease is gone yeah. It's a sad
0: sad society See, They're
2: letting themselves be in, taken yeah. advantage you of You've got to be can't
1: out there checking your grease daily
0: You can't even leave all of your Thousands of dollars of grease Out in unmarked jars In your back alley anymore without someone Taking them and stealing them and selling them on the grey market to a grease broker to eventually be sold to a biofuel refinery.
3: I'm imagining like a tightly choreographed kind of like heat, ice oh. yes, mm. of grease yeah. from the back of a
0: restaurant. Yeah, the loop gets put on the camera. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> they go. They go through like all of the insanely tightly planned heist you know guys with ak-47s rushing through they've got like flanking vehicles and they get away with it and then like the main guy doesn't come the normal guy doesn't come for like five more hours
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah all all of the hustle and bustle and then there's there's quite quite a quite a long period of time of one person standing there with the tap open just (laughs) waiting
0: hey where'd the oil go uh
1: Grease thefts can also be difficult to investigate, he said. Hmm. Quote, Obviously, it's a liquid. It doesn't have a serial number, he said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Until I now. I also imagine it,
3: would, it wouldn't crack, would, probably wouldn't crack the top 100 priorities of the Columbus Police Department.
0: Probably
1: not. Yeah. <laughs> Someone took my dirty old grease. It's like,
3: cool, all right, well, I have 35 homicides on my list. <laughs>
1: Hey, someone took all the grease out the back of our Long John Silvers. Please, please do something.
0: Takes a big PVC jug. Uh, Yeah, we'll look into this straight away. Goes straight into evidence. Sits there for months. How many many unprocessed grease jugs are sitting there in similar cop stations across America? It's a tragedy.
1: Hmm. Makes me sick. Quote. Most of the smaller restaurants that we do hear are having issues with this. They generally don't have a security camera or really good lighting on those tanks where they place that grease. (laughs) You need 24-hour security. You need armed guards.
2: I'm suspecting the employees, you know, they know there's no security cameras. They know what time the grease goes out and when it gets collected.
1: Taking home a pocket full of grease every night, Mm. you know bennett said legitimate collectors have used cooking oil typically arrive during regular business hours in large tanker type trucks with drivers in uniform
3: okay mm-hmm. it's a legitimate operation
1: yep so the guy who turned up with the uh horizontal black and white striped shirt the hamburglar outfit at 2 a.m mm-hmm.
0: dragging away a <laughs> greasy sack <laughs> <He's drinking. laughs> Uh,
1: Quote, almost certainly if it's after hours, small vehicles, panel vans, it almost certainly likely is not legitimate and they should call the police, he said (laughs) in advice to businesses.
0: Sorry, the thing about the guys arriving in like business hours with the truck and the soccer truck and they've got all the official outfits reminded me of like we we like finished up. We're doing a team day and we went to Corbett and Claude, you know, the pizza place. I don't know if that's. Across Australia or not Anyway None of us are from Brisbane So no it's, I don't think it's a Brisbane thing It's a chain But anyway Um, And uh, It's in the middle of the city And like halfway through lunch A sucker truck arrives <laughs> To empty the porty porter potties <laughs> And so the entire restaurant Is just like blanketed In diarrhea, miasma oh,
4: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Going past like What's that smell To it just being like Sticking to you The whole, mm. whole surface and <laughs> They just like Wave and they go on With their day
1: Yeah but at least You knew no one Was stealing All of that shit Out of well, the Well I place. don't
0: know I didn't check their ID <laughs> that, that diarrhea Might be on the Black market by now
2: So they're just Coming after hours In like a dark van And being like Oh yeah I'm here To pick out the grease
1: I think they're just Stealing the grease After hours yeah. I think Ask, they're They're cutting the hole In the chain link locations. They're just stealing it Okay they're coming through with a collection of, like, empty Coca-Cola bottles from home, mm. you know? Empty RC Cola, filling them up with grease, taking them away.
2: I think it's smart. I think they've worked hard for this, and they deserve
1: it. It's fair. Yeah. You're not entitled to that grease, renderers, you know?
2: Yeah. You don't own grease. It comes <laughs> you can't, from nature. You can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh from stolen liquids from nature to stolen solids from nature. Folks, it's time for Nature Corner. Country roads
4: take me home to the place I belong to
1: From the Associated Press, turtles in demand as pets, leading to a spike in poaching. I want to see the guy dressed like, uh, like the hunter from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Little hat mm-hmm. done up on one side.
2: Hunting turtles.
1: Yeah. Don't let it get away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Wildlife trade experts believe that poaching driven by growing demand for pets in the US, Asia, and Europe, is contributing to the global decline of rare freshwater turtle and tortoise species. One study found over half of the 360 living turtle and tortoise species are at risk of extinction. Put him back. Yeah. Just put that turtle back. Put that guy down. Come on. It's not yours. Went out for a walk the other day and uh, uh, the weather was finally nice enough to go for a little walk. Take my camera with me. And, uh, and I thought, ah, oh, I won't see anything because I haven't been out in ages. And the first thing that happened was a very large kookaburra landed on a branch right in front of me with a baby turtle in its mouth. Oh, that no. It then, oh no. That it then just slammed on the branch oh,
4: <laughs> that no. it was
1: sitting on. Oh, wow. Like it's cracking a nut.
0: <laughs> and I went, neat. Click. The thing I struggle with, with, with turtles, and obviously they're great and beautiful and ancient creature. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um... Is their innate frisbeness, huh. and mm-hmm. I don't think I would be able to survive with a pet turtle. Like, why do they make them the, so circular? Why do they make them so like that? Mm. Just give them, just give it, like, just once, just once to just see, just once,
2: just one. He's got a what, shell, like you're what not is hurt the, him.
3: What, the, surely? What is the flight? You're, you're doing it on the grass, obviously.
2: Uh-huh. You're not doing it on the soft kitchen
3: landing. No.
0: no, no, not cruel. Just,
1: just to <laughs> see
3: what the flight path looks like. <laughs>
0: yeah. How it feels,
2: how aerodynamic, exactly? How far it goes.
1: The the problem is, you're out in the backyard with your mates, and you say just one, just one, just just one 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 toss
0: of the turtle. It's never
2: just one, though, is it?
1: No, no, it's never just one. What if you give it a frisbee across to your buddy, and it feels great? Exactly. What if it's the most perfect weight on it? Like it's
2: got those curves, like an airfoil. It'd be so like aerodynamic.
3: Or even like you throw it and it's not very satisfying, but then you're like, I don't think I did it right. I yeah. don't
2: think I did I feel right. like I could do that better. I
0: think it's a technique yeah. problem.
3: It's on the wrist, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just
1: like a.
3: But is it? I don't know, maybe maybe the elbow has more leverage. No? I've got to try again.
1: Yeah, and then that that's a slippery slope. Like skipping a stone across a pond,
0: you know?
2: Oh Just you, can one more. One. you could skip one. You could skip a turtle so well.
0: To to be clear, we are pro turtles. Yeah. It's we're all for the little guys.
2: I don't know if I like them. Speed up, Yeah, speed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are
1: they're stinky animals, right? Are they yeah, turtles are stinky? This, yeah, this is, this is the first time
3: hearing of it, but it does yeah. sort of make intuitive sense. I don't really, I never really think of reptiles being stinky. It Just seems
1: like a mammalian thing to be, yeah, to be mm, stinky. E- well, because um, they're kind of slimy too. Yeah. You know? So
3: are,
1: are, are they slimy? Oh, I guess turtles are actually. Got that muck on, on them. Yeah, if they're hanging so, out in water and all that sort of, everyone I've known who has had pet turtles, the tank has been like a stinky zone. Um, but
0: anybody that you know that has had pet turtles, can you tell whether the smell is the tank or the owner? Uh, well, a certain true. person that. Yeah, there's
3: a, a certain genre of guy that owns turtles.
1: This is how I feel when one of my, when my uh, kids are like, we want to we get guinea pigs or rabbits or whatever. And I'm like, nah, I no, I don't need, don't need that smell in my house. No, thank you. No. If you, are, if you have owned turtles in your life, please write into mailbag at buntavista.com and tell us turtle's stinky? Yeah. Is he stinky? Was yeah. he stinky? Subject line turtle stinky. And also, be, like, describe the sort of smell as
2: yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So, what kind so many of smell?
1: Flavors of, of animal musk. Yeah. You want to really hone in on what it is. Get into it. Do they pee on you while you're holding them? Are they that kind
0: of Oh, I bet they do. Of,
1: yeah. These concerns of turtle theft have prompted a dozen proposals to increase protection for freshwater turtles at the 184 Nation Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, or SITES. Mm.
4: Hmm. Mm.
1: Kind of feel like they've done a little picking and choosing about the letters they wanted to include in the acronym there. Uh, meeting in Panama, November, f- November 14th through November 25th. So you've still got time to get there, folks. It's still in on. Panama. Yep.
2: Nip Bet over you. to Panama.
1: Get yeah. your ass to Panama for the- and save the turtles. Precise figures on the turtle trade, especially illegal trade, can be hard to find. Well, they don't have a serial number, you know? That's the problem. So many things don't have serial numbers. It's
0: causing problems. But turtles, they've got the ideal place for them. They don't even mind if you get... Little, little engraver, little you're thinking, hammer and chisel. You're thinking
1: uh, you get a turtle and get the old Dremel out?
0: I think so. Like, And I go, as long as it's not hurting them, right? I want to be clear about that, but I'm yeah. pretty certain you could Dremel a security code, a serial number into them, top and bottom, so make sure you've got a matching set. Mm-hmm. And there may be a little, little tag around their thing to make sure that the meat matches the shell. Yeah.
1: You wouldn't uh, You wouldn't do it if it felt to the turtle like having its tooth drilled, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah, I assume there's no nerves in the shell. I, I don't
1: that
4: think the shell... Be...
2: And if we're wrong, don't write in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> if you know what turtles feel through their yeah. shell, don't tell me about it.
2: You can't know. You can't know that.
1: Um, I've just Googled it. I'm really sorry to
3: tell you guys that they can feel it when you touch their shell. There are nerve what? endings, innovating no, even what? the bones of the shell. No, yeah. no, they're,
0: they're,
3: they're made of keratin. So I guess it's kind of like the fingernails. Kind
1: of really. like fingernails. Oh. oh, they're like one big fingernail. That's fucked up. Don't like that at all. I'm off turtles now. Uh, based on U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service data, Tara Easter, a University of Michigan doctoral candidate who studies the trade, estimated the commercial export trade for mud turtles in the United States increased from 1,844 in 1999 to nearly 40,000 in 2017, oh my God. and musk turtles from 8,254 in 1999
2: to more than 281,000
1: in 2016. Wow! Get your own
3: turtles, you know. Connor was driving yeah. that. What's what's get what's incentivized turtle turtle accumulation among the American population?
0: It can't just be people sitting around like COVID, going, "I wish I had a little amphibian to look at." Yeah, in my house, wish I had, I had a, had a boring pet. Yeah, <laughs> that that feels pain through its fucking yeah. <laughs> protective fingernail. I wish I had a wish I had a pet who was a
1: big stinky toenail. <laughs> COVID was a tough time, you know. <laughs> uh, in the proposal to ban or limit the commercial trade in more than 20 mud turtle species, the United States and several Latin American countries cited data from Mexico that found nearly 20,000 turtles were confiscated, mostly at the Mexico City airport from what? 2010 to 2022.
2: What do you mean?
1: Going through the old uh, full body scanner?
2: Oh, you can't take this through security. You gotta, This has got to go unchecked.
0: You know, you know the police are... Uh... Police are taking that. <laughs> They're frisbeeing it themselves. <laughs> Among the world's most trafficked animals, freshwater
1: turtles are targeted by criminal networks that connect with buyers on the internet and then transport the reptiles to black markets in Hong Kong and other Asian cities.
2: This is From shocking.
1: world's most trafficked animals. Yeah, they shouldn't be doing that. There's got to be more interesting Just animals personal. to traffic, right? Yeah. So whenever you hear about animals, you always hear about like
3: birds and stuff. People, be, you know, people wearing birds on yep. their person while they're going through airport customs and whatever. Stuffing but a bunch guess, of the poster tubes. Well, that's it, yeah. But I guess I guess reptiles make sense, turtles. So, I like they well, they're easy to stack, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. More it's not going
2: to cause a fuss. Like, you could just chuck one in your backpack.
3: Yeah, a bird yeah. would definitely cause a fuss. Mm.
1: Yeah, I tend to think that about people having a bunch of birds like stuffed down their pants and in their coat and stuff is they'd be wriggling around and making noise, right? Yeah, you would Turtle's assume.
2: just vibing in there. He's not, he's not doing anything.
0: Well, back to sleep, you know. So, it's, it's toenail on the outside, but they've still got bones on the inside. <laughs>
4: That's correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Much like your finger. Yeah, I, I well, guess. Well, I mean, your finger
1: doesn't have toenails, to be I
0: fair. G- I guess. Yeah, all right. It's like my finger.
1: Uh, from there, they are sold as pets to collectors and for commercial breeding, food, and traditional medicine. In many countries, trade is poorly regulated or not regulated at all. We need to get the government tra- cracking down on turtle trade. We need... This is what crypto is going for. We want to be as free as the turtle market.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which also <laughs> trades on cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The lucrative business, some turtle species coveted for their colourful shells or strange appearance can fetch thousands of dollars in Asia, add to threats turtles already face. Those include climate change, habitat destruction, road mortality, and predators eating That's their eggs. That's a fucked up thought. I'm... <laughs> I... I yeah, you go... Sounds like you got no sympathy for the turtles of the world, I my have, friend.
0: I have the utmost sympathy for the turtles, and it's it is a, a fucked up thought to think of a a slow turtle getting popped on the road, like <laughs> yeah,
4: every time.
1: Good. Every time I'm driving long distance in Australia, I am just staggered by how many wombats there are, yeah. toes up on the side of the road. It's a bummer to think about, it's but also I got to look bummer. at them, so. They're big guys. They just it's like hustle, you know? Get out of there. Come on. Come on. Do better. Uh, the United States Association of Reptile Keepers, which advocates for responsible private ownership and trade in reptiles and amphibians, sent a statement that quote "addressing reductions in wild populations by limiting captive breeding and legal trade is counterproductive. If we don't have enough of a species on Earth, the solution should be to make more of them, Daniel Parker said, the director of media for the group's Florida chapter. By cracking down on breeding and trade, authorities are missing out on free market conservation solutions. They are crypto guys. Mm, Jesus. Sounds like a...
2: God. That's a horrible (laughs) phrase.
1: Crypto guys who are horny to see some turtles fucking. Since 2018, the Collaborative to Combat the Illegal Trade in Turtles an organization of mostly state, federal, and tribal biologists who combat poaching of North American turtles has co- documented at least 30 major smuggling cases in 15 states. Some involved a few dozen turtles, others several thousand. I uh, I would like if they had the same kind of situation that they do uh, in, like, Africa with the guys who go around and brandish guns at poachers, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Put the turtle down. Chuk, chuk. Earlier this year, a federal judge in North Carolina sentenced a man to eighteen months in prison and fined him twenty-five thousand dollars for trafficking turtles.
2: That's so funny. You're in prison. Like, what are you in for? <laughs> what are you in for? <laughs> Nothing.
3: <laughs> and they're, they're at the bottom. they the bottom <laughs> rung right of the prisoner <laughs> hierarchy, like the <laughs> low caterpillars. <traffic> <laughs> yeah, it's called
4: oh.
1: selling. Oh my goodness. Uh, the man trafficked 722 Eastern box turtles, the North Carolina state reptile. Uh, no wonder he got the, the judge mm, bought the hammer state down. state reptile. As well as 122 spotted turtles and three wood turtles through a middleman for markets in Asia. The man received more than $120,000 for the turtles, which have a value of 1.5 million in Asia.
2: He's getting and stiffed. That's not enough. What was he fined? How much was he fined
0: again?
1: Uh... He was fined twenty five thousand, but he also had to go to prison expenses. for eighteen months. Yeah,
3: it's cost, okay. to do, cost of doing business. Yeah, you reckon um,
2: they factored, in factored that in for that price?
1: Do you think they've done the uh, Do you think they've done the proceeds of crime thing on him and taken his taken his turtle money? His greenbacks, okay. if you they will. Took the, the turtle to it. it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In 2021, a Chinese national was sentenced to 38 months in prison and fined $10,000 for money laundering after previously pleading guilty to financing a nationwide smuggling ring that sent 1,500 turtles worth more than $2.2 2 million from the U.S. to China. The man used PayPal to purchase the turtles from American buyers. <laughs> Advertising them on social media and reptile websites and sold them to Hong Kong reptile markets.
0: What do you reckon they put in the, in the description field for that transaction? <laughs>
2: Legitimate turtle purchase. Lunch.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at the eastern box turtle and that's just a little guy. You shouldn't be laundering him.
2: Do you Leave need a turtle alone? that badly? He's like, just a little fella. Is that a prestige pet?
1: <laughs> oh, wood turtles also look pretty nice. That that's a classic turtle, the wood turtle. If, I, if you ask me to close my eyes and picture a turtle, it's yeah, pretty much yeah. that guy.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, they, they describe it as one of Ontario's most attractive turtles. <laughs> they <want me> to <laughs> off. <the> turtle.
4: <laughs>
0: oh. In
1: 2020, a New Jersey man was sentenced to two years probation in order to pay $350,000 in restitution and fines for smuggling 1,000 three-toed and western box turtles from Oklahoma to New Jersey in candy wrappers and socks. 1,000 turtles? Yeah. That's a lot. He's working hard.
2: Mm. Look at him that. Candy wrappers.
1: Uh, the illegal trade has prompted governments to propose listing for the first time 42 turtle species under sites including north american musk turtles though some species like the eastern musk turtle are common a listing means traders will need a permit to sell them internationally commercial sale of other species such as alligator snapping turtles found in u.s gulf states and reaching up to 200 pounds would be limited proposals would also tighten regulations on 13 others already listed for protection folks stop stealing turtles
0: feel like the guys doing the uh, turtles that slot into the socks are playing a very different game than the guys doing the fucking Florida snapping turtles that are the size of a Jeep. It's a big sock. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I do love the libertarian guy being like, no, we need to, <laughs> to breed them like crazy so there's plenty more to steal. Plenty of, plenty of turtles for everyone, you know? Yeah,
2: free market Darwinism. Mm-hmm. Incredible.
1: Uh, well, free market libertarians, it's really only a hop, step and a jump from the classic Sovereign Citizen. It's time for Sovereign Citizen Watch. Uh, I feel like we haven't heard from any Sovereign Citizens in a while. I feel like it's kind of gone out of fashion a
0: little. Oh, no, they've had, no, they've had, a, lot on their, they've had a lot on their plate with the anti-vax stuff.
2: Yeah, they've been busy.
0: They've been busy.
2: Don't you?
1: Don't you
0: worry. They've been busy.
1: Uh, this comes to us from the Otago Daily Times. Man demands six thousand dollars from police in bizarre sovereign citizen argument. <laughs> worth a try. Pro move. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> um, how do you think he demanded to be paid?
2: Something silly.
0: Oh, they're Something on a silly. Ther- they're on Ethereum now. What do you reckon? You think it's you crypto? Yeah.
3: Yeah, gold
2: bars. Yeah, I'm thinking more gold bars, something physical.
1: A Queenstown man refused to undergo a roadside breath test, then demanded police pay him $6,000 in, quote, gold bullion for taking (laughs) up his time. I
3: should have said said gold bullion, yeah. Yeah. I I think you were
1: there. You were there with gold bars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well,
0: bars are bullion, right? What's the difference? Is that the same thing?
1: It's the same thing, yeah. When Reuben Jeremiah Henry, 30, a carpenter, oh. appeared in the Queenstown District Court on Thursday on charges arising from the July 22nd incident, he proffered a, quote, sovereign citizen argument, in which he claimed he was not subject to New Zealand laws. The judge alone trial began with the defendant refusing to move from near the back of the court, telling <laughs> Judge Chris Sigrove, I'm not a ship, so I don't belong in a dock.
0: This <laughs> fucking. <laughs> You're such
1: turds. You can picture them <laughs> rehearsing this in a mirror at home before coming into court.
3: That's the big moment of a sovereign citizen's life, isn't yeah. He's arrested yeah. and Just forced into for trial.
0: Being like, I know I know the laws.
3: There's no other way to express there's no other way to express your ideology you know.
0: Yeah, dreaming of the day when they can yell, I'm not a ship at a judge. Exactly, yeah. Argument well made.
1: There, somebody was doing this in a Canberra court recently, and the judge just said, you are an idiot to <laughs> <So> this guy, but <laughs> you are a moron and a fool.
0: Can he yeah. say that? I don't know if that's like a legal argument, but just some good fun editing. <laughs> I,
1: I think it was just commentary around the legal argument, you know? Uh-huh. And Lucy, I'm pretty sure that judge was a woman.
2: <gasps> wow. Wow. <sighs> wow.
1: Wow. Internalize misogyny Sorry. much? I
2: will uh, do... Be- I'm going to take some time off in the podcast <laughs> to uh, think about things and do better.
1: Oh, here we go. When Judge Sigrove addressed Henry by name, the defendant asked him if he was referring to a, quote, artificial person.
0: <sighs> Surely at that point you just go, shut the fuck up. Shut up. You know how
2: crazy you sound right now?
0: Yeah. You know who I'm talking to. Yeah, you're the guy. I got the picture here. Uh, reading
1: from a statement, he said he was not subject to, quote, enslavement, and it was a crime for a court to claim authority over a living man or woman in their
0: natural state. It's so strange how they all come up with the same language and the same arguments, despite, like, vastly different legal systems and contexts. They've all kind of just absorbed the same...
2: I don't really get it. So, if you're Gambits? a sovereign citizen, you're just like you're outside of law?
1: I, I think I think a large part of the issue, and um, James, jump in if you are a sovereign citizen expert or anything. <laughs> or a but, sovereign um,
4: citizen yourself. Or a sovereign <laughs> citizen,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm a freeman free on the land, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think my, my vague understanding of it, right, is that um, they've all kind of, they've all looked at the same websites and they've all encouraged each other the same yeah. way into believing that there is, like, uh, you know, a Magna Carta, Constitution-type-based interpretation Mm -hmm. of the law, which supersedes everything from there on down. So they can just say, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, police don't count, court doesn't count, I've got the cheat code, and uh, and it's my turn on the Xbox, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, the only problem with that is whenever people try to do it, Like Wesley Snipes with his tax stuff when he went to court and said, constitutionally, I don't have to pay my tax. And they said, wrong. You are going to prison. (laughs) Like, you you would think that there were like a lot of examples of people trying to expertly deploy this stuff in court. Just like this
0: guy. And
1: being thoroughly ignored and no, booked. No, you know? I,
0: I think you've got the wrong you've got the wrong tack on this, Andrew. Mm. They are the only ones standing up for what's true and right in the world, mm. even though they know that the system is going to cut them down. Mm. Just like it cuts F- down, yeah. you know, free trade, um, people selling child pornography on the internet and mm. so on.
3: Mm-hmm. No, they're modest for the cause. Yeah, but you're right. They do. They, the the Magna Carta is the one We've come back to. They always say that their rights so are guaranteed and enshrined in the Magna Carta, which supersedes all other succeeding political documents. It's a good line. It's a good line. It, it seems like it might be true. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Feels kind of true. I'm not, I'm not an expert.
2: It sounds smart when you say it out loud.
3: It's the same as the... Um, I mean, the micronation people are kind of similar. They're mm. sort of like a different level but they 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 argue on the same merits basically
1: they truly are the nelson mandela's of drink driving <laughs> the police summary of facts said henry was pulled over at a routine stop on lake esplanade just before midnight on july 21st he refused to produce his driver's license giving his name and date of birth or undergo a breath test and spoke to officers through a small gap in his window <laughs> <laughs> It's a, uh, it's a good mental image but like I I think though you got to appreciate yeah. and I'll, I'll say this with the I'll say this with the caveat that I'm sure that there is all kinds of um, you know institutionalized uh, racism and police unpleasantness in New Zealand just like there is everywhere else but like you see a lot of stories out of the states where somebody like doesn't instantly comply with the police and they get air holed like three minutes later mm. Uh it is, it is nice to see somebody winding down their window two centimetres and refusing to get out of the car or anything, and the cops
0: just sort of going, Come on. Please? Come on. Blow on the thing or we go to jail. Come on.
1: Uh, the standoff continued for about 20 minutes, but eventually the defendant, who had a woman and puppy with him, got out and said he would go to the police station, quote, under extreme duress. A short time later he tried to get back into his car and resisted as he was arrested and handcuffed. His uncooperative behavior continued at the police station and he was charged with failing to supply identifying particulars, refusing to accompany police, resisting a constable and refusing to give blood. I mean, you know, they're all uh they're all very much in the same ballpark.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: And also all of those things are good, but he's arrived at the at the correct answers through the wrong working. Mm. I think as well. Uh
1: constable Vicky Gonzaga told the court the defendant's quote quite erratic behavior made her suspect he had been drinking. No, that's I think that's just sovereign citizenship, right?
2: Yeah, that's just normal stuff.
1: Yeah. It's, just it's insulting,
3: to be honest.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> just this man man's standing up for the the rights of every one of us living under the yoke of having to pay taxes and, and so on. Mm.
0: <laughs> But also, simultaneously, he has been drinking. He has been drinking. He has been drinking.
4: Yes.
1: Henry told the constable that he was, quote, a living man who presides within himself, end
0: quote, and that the police... Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't say (laughs) there's a man in you. No. (laughs) (laughs) I am up my own
1: ass.
2: (laughs) Does the Magna Carta say something about this? (laughs) I don't know that it does. (laughs)
1: Uh, it's all it's all magic spells, isn't it? If I say the, these words in this sequence, they got to let me go. The handcuffs will fall off. Everyone will clap as I walk out, you know. Uh, he told her he was a living man who presides within himself and the police owed him $6,000 to be <laughs> actually, paid in gold bullion great. for the time they had detained him. <laughs> it's
4: so good. <laughs>
1: Judge Sygrove told Henry he deemed the defendant's sovereignty argument, which he had also filed with the court in written submissions, as a denial of the charges. Referring to a recent Court of Appeal decision that found Acts of Parliament were binding on all New Zealand citizens, he said such arguments had been tested in court and, quote, consistently rejected. (laughs) (laughs) The the courts had to uphold these acts, including, in this case, the Land Transport Act. Henry was convicted and fined $1,200 dollars, Court costs $520 and disqualified from driving for six months. Damn. Tyranny of the state, huh?
2: Didn't get his gold bullion.
1: <laughs> it's a shame. Rough. It's a real shame.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think maybe they would get more people signing on if they weren't such dweebs about it the whole time. Just like dragging their heels, being like pulled around by their hair, shoved into lockers and stuff.
2: Yeah. Uh, you want a cool sovereign citizen. You want a yeah. cool
0: sovereign citizen, but they're all just...
3: They are, they're they're the kind of the dweebier ends of like the, the Patriots and yeah. wing types. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like if you had a guy that, you know, if you had a zombie system who was, you know, young, strapping, muscular, yeah. handsome, you know,
0: Owned long great flowing singer.
3: hair, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Like, I'm just, I'm spitballing here.
1: Yeah.
2: really be good for the movement, yeah. It
3: would be wonderful for the movement to have a figure like that.
1: I I assume that they're all kind of seeing themselves as, like, a, a Neo, a V for Vendetta type figure. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, rising up, breaking the shackles of the system, breaking free.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it's not really how it comes off, you know? It comes off as, like, the more hardcore version of a libertarian, which people already don't like.
2: Yeah. It's not just lamer, like a lamer yeah, version.
0: Kind of going, mm-hmm, at the cops in... But- through like a tiny gap in their top of their window.
3: See, a vexatious litigant vibe. They they kind of mm. they just seem like an extreme version of like a habitual council letter writer. Yeah, yeah. 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 The it to the of next that. level.
2: Always the craziest people.
3: Yeah, you want someone that's more like a um, warlord, like medieval prehistoric <laughs>
2: warlord.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: That's the kind of vibe you want.
0: it do see. you do want a libertarian. You want, you want
3: someone accumulating you know, followers and an army or something. A right right. retinue of armed supporters, not someone who seems like, you
0: know. Yeah. Uh, no, I will not submit to a breathalyzer test. And also, uh, I am selling you as chattel for <laughs> six horses. Exactly. That's, that
3: seems better.
1: I do, I do get more of the, the cooler vibe from the people who just kind of say, hmm, this uh, block of land is now a country and I am the king.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They're making something of it. They're plonking down... Mm. The the building something.
1: Well, and it's more kind of like, you know what, I've I've drawn a little line around my sandbox and, and it's my deal in here, as opposed to trying to operate just in the society that you live in, but also telling everyone at all times that the rules don't apply to you. Yeah. yeah. Nobody mm. nobody vibes with that. That's no good.
3: It's like just No, it's a bummer. It's yeah, a real just, bummer. Just leave.
1: Mm. Just leave then if that's the case. I'm downer. Dear, oh dear. Well, from a bunch of people who don't know anything to people who do know things, you should be listening to Down Round Podcast.
4: Hmm.
1: Cop yourself a bit of the down round, you know?
3: Yeah, absolutely. You must be. And surely the last, you know, hour of listening has suggested I know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: absolutely. <laughs> On sure. topic yeah, French. Yeah. Definitely. From- uh, turtles to the Magna Carta,
1: to Magna um, Carta, Tur- po- turtle poaching and oil theft. You know? Oil theft. Yeah, I, am
3: I'm, I'm, I'm well read on all these subjects and more.
1: Yep, aeronaut dynamics. Absolutely. Uh, all things of that nature. You probably won't hear about those on Downround, but that's fine. But uh, who knows? <laughs> if you they like come up, find out. <laughs> If they come up, you'll be ready. You know, I'll be ready. Yeah, exactly. Folks, that has been an episode of the podcast bunta vista uh thanks for joining us henno oh it's a pleasure as always all right everybody thanks for listening right. check out down round we'll put the old uh link in the description and we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye, bye.